goodbye to the trade deadline, goodbye to Max Domi, and unfortunately, hello once again to the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're going to be talking about all that and more on today's Locked on Blue Jackets. Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jackets, who are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms, so uh, I appreciate you for stopping on by. And we are also, as of last week, now on YouTube. So if you would like to uh, see the face behind the podcast, you can head over to Locked On Blue Jackets on YouTube and uh, watch over there. So today we are going to be talking a little bit about the passing of the trade deadline, uh, what the Blue Jackets did do, what they didn't do. And uh, we're also going to do a quick preview of tonight's game against the Pittsburgh Penguins because, unfortunately, we have to face them once again. Uh, I believe we only have one game left after against the Penguins after this. It's the last game of the season, which is going to suck, but uh, we're almost done. We're almost done with the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're almost done with this season, and uh, we're done with the trade deadline. So there was a lot of stuff flying around of, you know, is Lino going to get moved? No, Lino was never going to get moved. Uh, the Blue Jackets only made one trade in the entirety of the trade deadline, and that was to send Max Domi to the Carolina Hurricanes. It was a really weird trade. Jarmo loves doing these three-way trades, uh, mostly for like salary purposes, I think. Um, so the Florida Panthers got involved as well. Uh, I'm just going to read the... Uh, the ESPN announcement of the trade. Uh, Columbus Blue Jackets traded forward Max Domi to the Florida Panthers, along with a 2022 sixth-round pick for defenseman Tyler Inamoto. Blue Jackets retained 50% of uh, Max Domi's salary, and Florida then traded Max Domi to Carolina for forward Igor Koshkov in exchange for retaining 25% of Domi's salary. And the Hurricanes then traded defenseman Aiden Treshuk to Columbus for Inamoto. So kind of complicated but what all that really means is the Blue Jackets gave up uh, Max Domi and a sixth round pick which was originally Toronto's I believe from the Riley Nash trade of uh, last trade deadline uh, in exchange for Adam Hreshek so uh, not a not a terrible return I was hoping for uh, getting a pick but I'm not mad about uh, getting a, a young player uh he does not currently have a, a contract with the nhl he is uh, i believe boston college he just finished his freshman year there uh he is a defensive defender so you know not not flashy not super offensively minded not going to score a lot of points i believe he had seven points this season in 30 something games but loves to throw a hit uh is pretty good in transition just doesn't seem to show up much on the score sheet, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, the Blue Jackets could probably use a little more uh, defense on this team. Honestly, uh, I don't know when 
if ever we see uh, Hershek with the Blue Jacket. I would assume he's going to go back to Boston College for a sophomore year, so uh, he probably won't be in the play for at least another season. We might see him at the end of next season, but I'm not counting on it necessarily. Uh, I think he uh, he was originally a third-round draft pick of the uh, Carolina Hurricanes. Hilariously, he is the draft pick that they... Uh, that they got from Detroit in return for Alex Nedeljkovic. So really what they did is they traded Alex Nedeljkovic for Max Domi, which is extremely funny to me personally, honestly. Um, so uh, there's there's that. I, I enjoyed that greatly. Um, I think, I don't know that the team is going to be any worse losing Max Domi. Uh, he had some big defensive liabilities. I Yeah, he had a, a pretty good season this season, uh, much better than last season for sure, um, but he is making like 5.2 million this season to play third line wing, and you know, the expectation when we picked him up was that he was potentially going to be a second line centre, and maybe even push Dubois as top line centre to be better, a challenge for that top line centre spot, and obviously none of that happened, Dubois ended up in uh, Winnipeg, and now Domi has ended up in Carolina, uh, which is uh trade itself I'm fine with. It does make the Josh Anderson trade sting a little bit more, but I still think he was never going to sign long-term with the Blue Jackets. Uh, the Blue Jackets, I think, wanted to give him short-term contract. He wasn't interested. So to get a prospect, you know, and uh, not a terrible prospect by any means, for that trade, I think, is, you know, we'll we'll just write it off. Uh, I believe the Blue Jackets also managed to pick up uh, Samuel Knasko in, uh, involved in that trade. So we'll see how, how that all turns out. I've really liked uh, Knasko's career thus far. And if he can turn into serviceable NHL defenseman, if we can get uh, Hreshuk into maybe the bottom four of this team, then I think we'll consider... The Josh Anderson trade a win and we'll just write it off. It's done. We don't have to think about Max Domi anymore. We don't even have to play the Carolina Hurricanes anymore this season. So we super don't have to think about Max Domi anymore, which is great. Um, in a minute, we're going to talk a little bit about what the Blue Jackets didn't do at the trade deadline and whether that could potentially end up hurting them later on in the year. But first, we're going to talk about Rock Auto. Because with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models of cars, it's basically impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why would you endure you know, pointless or intimidating questioning, wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the brand that their warehouse happens to carry, you've got to pay for the labor, you've got to wait for the parts to be delivered, you've got to bring your car back in and leave it there, and then you've got to go back and get it, you know? Instead, stay at home, where you have computers with access to rockauto.com. You can save time and money when using rockauto.com. They are a family business. They've been serving customers online for over 20 years, and their prices are reliably low for every customer, whether you are a do-it-yourselfer or a professional. They've got everything from brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, uh, even things like new carpet. If you could put it on or in your car or truck, rockauto.com probably stocks it. So go explore the easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box. They know we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. 
Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jacket. Thank you for making this your first listen or your first watch of the day. I super appreciate you, whether you are a first-time listener or watcher or a regular, then thanks for stopping on by. So there were some whispers about uh, the Blue Jackets and the moves that they may or may not have made. Um, I think the biggest one for me is Jonas Corposalo, who... It's a really tough situation, and it's a shame that things kind of fell the way that they did, because there was definitely a market for a guy like Corpozalo, I think. But unfortunately, he hasn't been the best goalie this season, which is definitely not altogether his fault. You know, the Blue Jackets have been pretty poor overall in terms of, like, helping their goalies. Um, But the thing is, he hasn't played well enough to cement himself as a goalie that can help a team in the playoff race like yeah he'd probably do pretty well on uh, Edmonton like Toronto was maybe an option as well because all of their goalies are either dead or bad um but he just hasn't been hasn't been good enough to get the return that uh Kekalainen would want and also obviously Elvis Mosleykens being injured and is going to miss some time I don't know how much yet. They said day-to-day, obviously not playing tonight. Could be back for the weekend, hopefully. Uh, It helps that the Blue Jackets have a really light schedule this week. But um, apart from that, that's that's kind of the the reason that Copsalo ended up staying. Honestly, it wasn't that he played himself out of trade contention. The Blue Jackets don't have any other goalies right now. If Mosleykins had been healthy and had not gotten hurt on Saturday, then maybe we could be having a different conversation right now. You know, if we could have gotten a second-round pick for Jonas Corpsalo, you know, it. Uh, I think Kekalainen makes that trade, or if we could have got a decent prospect, then I think Kekalainen makes that trade. But unfortunately, the goalie situation is uh, pretty dire right now. You know, again, Tarasov... Being done for the season hurts. I think if Tarasov had been healthy, even if Mosleykins had been hurt, then maybe that's a trade that gets made. But in the end, it uh, it just wasn't... The things didn't fall the right way, which is a shame. Um, we're going to take a look at Copasalo later on in the season, probably. Uh, and, you know, do the Blue Jackets re-sign him? Do they let him walk for nothing? Is it a free agency uh, trade and sign? situation there's there's a bunch of options that can that can happen here we don't necessarily have to watch the blue jackets let copsala walk for nothing um there's still still some options especially you know the blue jackets not being in the playoff race in the playoff hunt as soon as their season is over they can make trades with other non-playoff teams so you know that's something to keep an eye on um the other movement or non-movement People seemed convinced that Patrick Lino was going somewhere, and I just don't. I don't see why. I don't see why the Blue Jackets would trade. Like, okay, his stock is at an all-time high right now. You could have got a ton for Patrick Lino, and you know, a Patrick Lino that has 18 goals in his last 21 games, or something crazy like that. It makes sense in a vacuum. I think why people would think that he could be traded, but on the other hand, Blue Jackets own his rights. For another season, you know, they could go into it, extend another qualifying offer, sign it for a year and see where they are at the end of the season. I think Kekalainen wants to sign Line long term. Um, and honestly, the the more 
the season goes on, the more okay with that I am. You know, the longer this kind of level of play continues, I'm less convinced that it's a hot streak now that it's, you know, 20, 21 games or whatever that he's he's been doing this for. Um, I don't necessarily know that I want to sign him to, like, $10 million for eight years, but if we could get him for, like, eight by eight, like, I would be happy with that. I don't think that's what his contract's going to look like, but that is a contract that I would be pretty happy with, and I think it makes sense to, to keep him. He's, like, and again, he's still young. He's, what, 23, 24? Like, it's not signing Seth Jones to an eight-year contract at the age of 28, you know? If you sign him to an eight-year contract right now, he'll it'll be done by the time he's 32, and or maybe even younger. So I'm not... I wouldn't be mad. Obviously, you know, they could still find ways to disappoint me and uh, to make this contract look less good. But as of right now, I think if you can sign Patrick Line, do it. Um, I think he's young enough to figure into the future of this team. He's old enough to be a veteran presence. He's good enough to be a cornerstone of this retool, rebuild, reset, whatever Kekalainen wants to call it at the minute. I just, I see him in the future of the team. And I think if you trade him, then you won't have Patrick Line. And yeah, maybe you can trade him for a big haul. And, you know, two, like Brandon Hagel went for two first round picks and two prospects. Like if you could do that, then maybe, but also maybe don't do that because then again, you wouldn't have Patrick Line. So it's, it's a weird situation, and I think it's probably going to get a little weirder before it sorts itself out. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an extension signed literally tomorrow. Genuinely, I wouldn't be surprised. But I also wouldn't be surprised if it drags on into the summer and ends up being another, well, we've extended a qualifying offer. He's going to sign that, and then we'll see where we are at the end of next season. Uh, Line is a UFA at the end of next season, I believe. So he could be a guy to watch next trade deadline if if he is still a blue jacket if he hasn't signed long term again there's it's so weird to speculate on because there are so many things that could change literally between now and the end of the season which is in like three weeks uh so who knows honestly it uh could go one way could go the other it's something that we're going to keep an eye on uh i hope he stays i'm glad that we didn't trade him yesterday so here we here we go from here. Um, and tonight he's got a really good chance to show us why the Blue Jackets shouldn't have traded him because they're playing the Pittsburgh Penguins tonight. So we're going to do a little a little preview of that tomorrow. Uh, we're going to do uh, wow. We're going to do a little preview of that tonight's game uh, in a minute. But first, I've got to tell you about Bet Online. And if you had bet on the Blue Jackets not doing anything in the trade deadline, then you probably would have had some pretty good odds over at Bet Online. More the latest contests, odds, and player props. BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and information. And they remain the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. March Madness is happening, but it's not just baseball. But it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting, your favorite Vegas casino games. They've got baseball. They've got NHL. They've got UFC. They've got boxing. They've got whatever sport you could possibly imagine. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because BetOnline is where the game 
starts. So unfortunately, the rules say that we have to face the Piccolo Penguins again, even though we've already faced them twice this season. Hopefully it goes better than the last two times, but I'm genuinely not holding out hope. I'm not super optimistic about tonight's game. Uh, but again, they have surprised me before, so who knows? Players to watch, obviously, Sidney Crosby is the player to watch. He's got five points in his last five games. He had a hat-trick against Blue Jackets earlier this season. He had the game-winning goal the last time these two teams played. So I would look for him to uh, do some Sidney Crosby nonsense and make this team look silly. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see Tristan Jari start because they seem pretty committed to playing him into the ground. Casey DeSmith was pretty good the last time these two teams played. Uh, they could start him again. Who knows? Um, it'll be Corpusalo for us, which is uh, unideal. Obviously, Buzz out with an injury, but Buzz historically has not played super well against the Pen Penguins anyway. So it could be a kind of a blessing in disguise. Uh, we'll see how Corpusalo does. In terms of team stats, uh, they are better than the Blue Jackets in every conceivable category, honestly, uh, apart from apart from one. Uh, so the power play is better. Their power play is only 17th in the league, which seems bizarre. I feel like a power play with Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, Rust, and Latang should be doing better than 20%, but it is what it is. Blue Jackets have slipped down to 25th. In the power play, uh, they were sitting at 22nd a little while ago, but uh, penalty kill, power play woes continue. Uh, penalty kill is improving, actually. Uh, they're at 20th in the league, which, again, is not great, but it's better than where it's been for a lot of the season. Uh, the Penguins have the second-best penalty kill in the league, which I feel like they had last time and is still bizarre to me, but... With the power play being as bad as it is for the Blue Jackets, I wasn't expecting goals anyway. So, like, it might as well. It could be the best power penalty kill in the league. It could be the worst penalty kill in the league. The Blue Jackets still probably aren't scoring on it, apart from maybe Patrick Laine. So, we'll see. Uh, Face-off percentage, they have the Blue Jackets beat. They are 13th in the league to the Blue Jackets 19th. The only category in which the Blue Jackets are better than the Penguins is in goals four per game. The Blue Jackets are currently sitting at 11th in the league in goals four per game. Versus the Penguins sitting at 13th. Uh, it's a 0 0.06 goals per game difference. So it's basically negligible. Uh, but unfortunately, the problem becomes the goals against per game. The Blue Jackets allowed 3.68 goals per game, 30th in the league. Whereas the Penguins are only allowing 2.57 goals per game, which is over a goal per game difference. So if the Blue Jackets lose this by more than one goal, I will not be surprised. Um, obviously, you know, hockey is a weird sport. Weird things can happen, but I'm fully expecting the Penguins to do the Penguin thing and to beat the Blue Jackets, even though I hate I hate saying that. I hate speculating it. Uh, I wish that we could beat the Penguins even just once this season. So I'm going to be holding out hope for that, but not a ton of hope. Um, I'll be looking for Patrick Laine to have a big game. He's got three goals in his last five games. Oliver Bjorkstrand has eight points in his last five games. So again, he's a guy to watch. He's really kind of sneaking up on the scoring lead. I don't think he is 
I don't think he has the scoring lead for the Blue Jacket. Oh, he does. He's tied with Patrick Laine for the scoring lead with 48 points, uh, which is even more impressive for Patrick Laine. Honestly, uh, 48 points in uh, only 44 games played this season. Obviously, he missed two months due to injury, and he's already above. He's at above a point per game. So, look for him to have a big game. Uh, I'm. Like I said, I'm basically not expecting a ton from the team, uh, but usually when I don't expect anything from them, they find ways to prove me wrong. So maybe that'll be, maybe that'll be this. Um, and that's kind of what I've got for today. Uh, sorry to finish the episode on doom, gloom, penguins nonsense, but blame the schedule, not me. Honestly, uh, I've been Jay Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-R-S-T-E-R. If you are on uh, watching me on YouTube, then you can see down here how to spell my name to find me on Twitter. You can find the podcast over at L-O underscore Blue Jackets, and wherever you get podcasts, you can find me on YouTube. Uh, if you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedupbluejackets at gmail.com. If you are interested in seeing how the Penguins game turns out, maybe you are a masochist like I am, then uh, tune in tomorrow where we're going to be breaking down the Penguins game. Hopefully, there'll be good news. Hopefully, we'll have some injury news as well. Uh, Adam Boquist is uh, on his way back, but will not be back yet. Obviously, Boone Jenner is still out. Elvis Muslikins is still out. Hopefully, we'll have some good news on the Adam Boquist front because... God knows the Blue Jackets need some good injury news at this point. Uh, so that is that is what's going to be tomorrow on Locked On Blue Jackets. Thank you once again for making this your first listen of the day. Locked On Blue Jackets is uh, free and available on all podcast platforms. Once again, we are also on YouTube, so make sure you have subscribed over there. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.